Hey, hey, my name is Kirsten Galfan, and I'm so glad you're here. We'll be chatting and getting pumped up about how to make your life better and healthier, and sometimes easier and more fun too, right? I get to coach and train people like you almost every day, and we bring the fun, accountability, and results to where you're at right now. We'll be here weekly with a fun and crazy mix of inspiration and application, incredible guests, and your quick Friday victory lap. You are here at the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. Before we get into this conversation with Jared, author of The Roughest Day and now Harlow Saves a Bumblebee, and don't forget to stay till the end because Addison reads his book start to finish at the end of this conversation too and it's super cute I'm not biased at all before we get into it though I want to invite you or tell you a little bit about what is coming up in September for fitness inspired signature program and we're gonna do a little classroom thing where you get to choose So even if you don't typically do personal training with me, health coaching, or live workouts, live Zoom workouts for our signature program, I want you to consider thinking, would I want to be in the control group? Would I want to dip my toe in the water, be in the control group, and all that would be is the beginning and end of the month, you would do answer some questions and you know, go back to a science class and in theory, the control group is just you keep on living your life normal. So that would be just, you know, it'd be a fun thing. My undergrads in psychology. So I remember always uh, doing these research projects or like being a participant in a research project. (laughs) We did research as well, but be a participant for extra credit. So I got to do some fun things that way. So if you're interested in doing that, reach out. And then of course we have the group number three, classroom number three, uh, the dynamic duo of making sure we have a simple, effective, amazing nutrition plan. And then also the live workouts, recorded workouts and the resources to, to rock September. Uh, the fall, the September, especially when school is just starting, there's this unique time to really get organized and get focused, kind of like it has certain feels, at least to me, that we can really do some amazing stuff and feel really good about getting in a good foundation, getting in a good flow for our health and fitness, especially in September. We don't need September. We don't need January. We don't need a Monday or the beginning of a month even. But dang, when we have it, let's take it. So if you're interested, reach out to me. LiveFitnessInspired.com is the website. But yeah, I would just love to get some people in our control group that are fun and awesome, as well as all three of the groups. Dynamic Duo is classroom number three. Two is fitness only group. And one is nutrition only group. So what do you need to focus on? What do you want to focus on? What do you want to get better at this new school year? So FI school, bring it on. All right, that, the training starts September 6th. 
So if you're like, dang it, I missed it. We're always doing something cool, but this is going to be particularly cool. Let's do this thing and enjoy this conversation. Well, hello, Jared. It is so good to see you and hear from you again. How you doing? I am doing well and I'm so glad to be back. It's, it's amazing and I love this experience and doing this with you. It's so fun and yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Let's go. Let's do it. And I am so excited about your new book. It's called Harlow Saves a Bumblebee. And I am going to go on record to say you must read this book and you must read it out loud. Read it out loud. It's magical. Like I love the rhythm that when you read it out loud and the impact it can have, even if you're just reading it out loud to yourself, insane. Yes. Like confession, I just read it out loud to myself and towards almost the end of the book. And we'll let Addison, that's my daughter, read it again at the end because she does such a phenomenal job. She with does. Your, she does an awesome job. Your first book. So I don't want to read this part out loud, but when it came to towards the end of the book about facing fears, I was reading out loud to myself, getting prepped for this conversation we're going to have. And I just started tearing up. And I think when we tear up and we have emotion, it, it tells us something, right? Like that is so true. Like instead of like, it's times like this, that we, when there is fear that the most magical things can happen in our bravery and choosing bravery. Oh, so, so, so good. The crazy part is yeah. the whole way, the whole reason this story came about is actually a true story of Harlow and actually four years old, giving me an awesome lesson about bravery. I mean, I was in the military. I'm thinking, you know, bravery could just be, you know, kind of an adult thing. And, uh-huh. you know, that four-year-old can just mm-hmm. understand bravery and how to take themselves to places to face their fears and it was Sheila came home and said what'd you guys do today and I said Harlow see the bumblebee and all of a sudden a story was written just like that and it was all inspired by her ah so good I mean I think this story is so important for everyone to read but it is with the intention of being a kid's book correct Mm, yes Yeah. And it's so, it's so gorgeous, like the pictures and the words and, um, and it's so important for our girls to hear this message, especially like I have a boy and a girl, you have a boy and a girl and, you know, each kid needs something different. And maybe it just happens to be this ironic that it was like boy and girl and my kid's case, but I am always finding myself encouraging Addison to that. She gets to be brave too. And she gets to stand up and use her voice. And she absolutely can be in leadership. She absolutely can do these things. And I know that's important for all of our kids to hear, but like 
oftentimes the story I heard and my peers growing up in the first line or two of your story talks about Harlow's beauty. And I'm not going to lie. Like, so this is in the first page. It talks about Harlow's beauty. Right. And I'm like, at first thinking to myself as a mom and as like, you know, oftentimes like what we recognize our little girls about is beauty. But then the very next page, you right away, you right away said, now it wasn't just her eyes or her beauty that made Harlow so grand. Yes. And I just wanted to throw my hands in the air and be like, yes. Yep. Yes. And that, and that, that character in the, in the book captures Harlow so well. Like she is not, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the Disney princess, you know, in the pretty flowing dress, but Harlow is, I am a warrior. I am strong. I am going out to save the day. Nobody's going to save me. I'm going to save the day. And I wanted to capture that spirit in this book. And when my illustrator sat down with Harlow, and she's she knows her really well. Yeah. She was she she this is the sketch she came up with. And she was telling me, I imagine her in this book with her imagination fighting dragons and sailing ships and going far off lands and just uh-huh. doing what she wants to do, being the leader. And that's what we went with. And it fit her perfectly in this. Oh, so good. Yeah. So like you have told me before. Uh, at the bus stop, as most of yeah. great conversations start. Yeah, everything starts at the bus stop. <laughs> right. Um, the story of the actual, like how it happened in real life and yeah. the way this book uses like visual, like imagination with the way you're like rhyming the words. It is just magic. Like it. Yeah is so incredible. And I love, it's so fun that it takes place like in a different era with a true life story that happened, not with castles, but with houses that we live in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was. And so when Harlow, when, when this all happened, she was four playing the kiddie pool. Yeah. And this giant bumblebee just crashes in the pool and her cousin jumps out of the water screams i'm freaking out like don't yeah. touch it don't touch that thing it's yeah. gonna sting you yeah. and then in the, <laughs> in the book you hear that and that's me telling my daughter i'm afraid for her she takes a deep breath yeah closes her eyes gets the the bumblebee in her hands and puts it into the petunia pile my petunia mm-hmm. bed and mm-hmm. i'm like, oh my gosh, weren't you scared that that was going to sting you? She said, yes, but I just took a deep breath and imagined myself as a brave warrior and I needed to help it. Otherwise it wouldn't have died or would have died. And that just struck me as, you know, she knew she had to be brave and she took herself to a place that she knew she could be brave at. And I was, I was just, awestruck by that I was like I can't believe that that's that a four-year-old came up with that and did that and kind of put me in my place like I'm freaking out but come on dad go Harlow you're supposed to be the brave one 
Right. No, isn't that the truth? That's like that all the time with me. I think I'm so humbled by my kids sometimes. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I thought I was supposed to be teaching you and you're teaching me. Yes. That's what so many of my stories are, are, are Mm our messages that if we kind of just sit back and watch our kids, you know, we can learn stuff about ourselves from them and we can learn stuff from them. Like some the one of the stories that I'm in the process of finishing up um, that I wrote during COVID, Hudson, King of Destruction, which I'm going to change the title on that. But it's, you know, as a parent, we know we're cleaning and we're cleaning and we're cleaning. And then we turn around in the areas that we just cleaned, our kids are destroyed and we get so frustrated. But I've learned, you know, patience with him because it was it was it was gonna be Hudson King of Destruction, but it's going to be Hudson King of clean because even though he makes this huge mess, he goes back and cleans up after himself. I give him the opportunity to clean up after himself. He's having fun. And I, I, I see the mess that he just made and it's, I get frustrated because I cleaned it, but yeah. I don't want to take away from his experience of playing and having fun. And then I can just kind of let him go. I'm like, Oh man, he cleaned up after himself. And yeah. I learned patience just, all, all the stuff that they can teach us, we just sit back and watch them. And Yeah. Well, I think with that right there, it's like, what if it's king of his kingdom, like king of his world? Because whether it be destruction or clean or somewhere in the middle, it's like we get to choose our kingdom and we get to choose yeah. how we deal with what's in front of us. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, I'm excited for that one. Um, can we go back to the fact, and I want to hear more about this, either more examples or how you captured it in this, this book, Harlow Saves a Bumblebee, is there was a time, and you were just kind of mentioning it, that it is clear to the reader, at least what I understood, that she is not only brave, yes, but it wasn't in the absence of all fear. Like sometimes I think we believe and it's a defeating way to believe in my opinion is like, unless I'm not scared, that's the only way I can be brave. And as you like painted this beautiful picture in the story is, and this is how it's been in my life too. Like some of my most scared moments in the next breath or after the next transition somewhere inside of me and might've like been inspired by not even my power, but I was able to step out in faith and be brave. So can, can you talk to us about like how important or not, was it just by chance that she was not only like sometimes in our scared moments and our fearful moments, we, that's the most important time to be brave. Talk to us about that. So I, I, we have long drives to my grandma's or to their grandma's house. And I always have conversations with them and I'm very upfront with my, my kids. And I tell them about my, the story, you know, me growing up, like stuff that scared me. Mm -hmm. And so some of the things that were just so silly and how, you know, we should not let little things that could be scary slow us down we should just tackle things head on and she's remembered that since you know 
she was real little and she caught on to that and she knows that whenever there's um problems where something happens to her like, like in soccer she loves soccer she's so good at it and she's a couple times taking a soccer ball to the face and once that happens it's always in your mind is it going to happen again oh, yeah and she'll step back and pull herself away from the game for a minute and then I can see her compose herself and oh. go back out there and face that fear and oh, she will and then one of the reasons that I, I, I've done this and tried to tell them how to just you're afraid of something you're you're never going to know how far you go if you just sit back and be afraid but you have to go forward when I was younger growing up our school had dances and I had the most ridiculous fear of going and dancing and growing up in my 20s and 30s looking back and hearing all the stories from people I went to school with about how fun the dances were I think of how ridiculous it was to be afraid to dance so I always tell her don't be afraid to dance and then she always tells me you know reminds me that there's something that kind of is slowing me down like don't be afraid take a breath dad you can just keep going you know imagine what is at the other end if you just keep going and that's that's kind of like her model just keep going and so everything that I've kind of told her she's she has taken and she's put into her life even though she doesn't she's young and doesn't see it Mm-hmm. I see it and it's, it makes me very proud of her. Well, I'm proud of you for being vulnerable with your kids and sharing your life with your kids. I think that is like so important. And I don't think it's ridiculous to be scared of dancing. We are scared of things. And it's awesome that I think through your like sharing that with her is helping you. And it could be like symbolic, honestly, like, um, of like putting yourself out there like that, like the most people, when they think of dancing, I mean, I'm a super fan of dancing, by the way, not from a, like, a uh, I was going to say logistical. That's not right. I'm not a technical dancer in any way. I just go. Let the body move. Yep. I just move. I go crazy. But like when we think of the traditional sense of dancing, we think of the school dance or the empty dance floor and like stepping out and putting yourself out there and be like, here I am. Right. And it's such, if, if, and when you put yourself out there, whatever it be like dancing or otherwise, uh, mad, like what's the worst that's going to happen? One you know, and then two, it's like, there's some really awesome stuff on the other side of it, whether you fall on your face or you're like, Oh, that was super fun. I want to do it again. Or you start a new trend or you start a new trend. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's like, what is that? Hey, I, I, I like what you're doing. Exactly. Whenever there's kids on the dance floor, um, at weddings and stuff, I'm always like, I just do what they're doing. And I have so much fun. Like, dance it mirroring whatever they're doing so it's so fun but I digress and part of one of the things that I think you're doing in practice by even being an author and putting your work out there you are facing your fears Jared you're doing it you're putting yourself out there and you're like this is me this is my work and it's 
incredible. And I just want you to soak in. Thank you for putting yourself out there because if this book wasn't out there, there there's a girl, whether that girl is, you know, whatever age, like this girl needs to hear this book too, me. And, um, so I want you to speak on how you're able to put yourself out there by writing. And I know from being an entrepreneur as well and having young kids as well, it's not easy sometimes. And so that balance of like like doing what you're passionate about, what you're called to do and that balance of like, and I'm not going to like ignore my responsibilities and my family. Talk to us about how you're able to be brave and strong in that way. Well, I think with anybody who is doing any kind of out of their comfort zone um, adventure, it's so, so helpful. And not everybody can do this, but it is so helpful to have a support group. Somebody who is there in your corner cheering you, saying, percent honesty here. These these stories that I had that I have written down, I wrote them down just to tell my kids. And I thought, uh, you know what? This is something someday you open up a, a binder and be like, hey, you know, my dad used to tell me this story. And then word got out about the stories. And I was told, hey, you should take these and publish them and try or try to get them published. And it was that support group because I didn't really know what I was doing or if anybody would enjoy them. But, you know, it was kind of a little bit of self-doubt. But that support group was like, hey, go for it. You know, you have to do this. And I'm so glad that I had the the support because once I got started, now I don't want to stop. And Mm -hmm. I've got so many books to put out and all these people who are just telling me, hey, you know, I love your book. I love your story. One of the, there's, I always have these little moments where I'm selling a book or I'm at a reading and every girl or one little boy will come up and say something. So that catches me off guard. It almost chokes me up. Uh, This, the last one I had was at the flea market on Fulton and a little girl, they decided they were going to buy Harlow Saves a Bumblebee and, and they sat right down in front of me and read the book and she came right up and was I loved Harlow I love her I love this book you're my favorite author now and then they bought the other book and they're like I can't wait to read this one and just that positive feedback just man it got me right in the feels I was like oh I sold 50 books and this one person one little girl told me how much she loved the character and connected with the character. And I was her, helped me push forward. When I wasn't sure how well this was going to go, help me at least reach that one person. And that felt great. Yeah. Uh, don't ever lose that. Cause that is just like so powerful, isn't it? I am the same way with the work I do. And I think it's really, really important. Like our brains constantly are in survival mode, you know? So we can easily go to the stuff, the obstacles. And that's what our brain is conditioned to do to like save us from the bumblebees of life. Right. <laughs> and so, and so when yep, you can hold yep. on and remember those moments that, that, that like kick you out of that and remind you that you Jared were born to oh, do this and like, 
to remind you that your work amazing and people need to hear it. Those little girls and those little boys and those grown up girls need to hear it. Then that will keep you in your flow, right? Yeah. That'll keep you doing your and thing. In the book, um, kind of like how it is in life. There's always going to be those voices that crowd in the back that says, stop, don't do that. Cause yeah. they are scared. And yeah. like Harlow shows and that, you know, don't let somebody else's fear slow you down. Other people's doubt slow you down. They were screaming and yelling at her, you know, and that's, I tr- really try hard not to do that with, with my kids and tell them they can't do something. We don't use the word can't in our, in our house. Yeah. And yeah. you can do what you put your mind to and you can accomplish so much as long as you don't listen to the, the crowd behind you saying you can't do something. Something. And also one of the and one of the other things about the book too, one of the biggest compliments that I received was actually from my sister-in-law Penny, which totally caught me off guard. She she bought the book and she's like, I loved it. The only thing that I was sad about was that at the end I wanted more. I wanted to know what happened to Winston. Uh-huh. And the fact that she read that, and then I heard other people say that, if you notice in the book, the horse, what the colors of the horse, and then when you realize at the end, Harlow's using her imagination, you know what happened to Winston. That's Winston. So I had to give people that, that, that update on, on Winston, where he was at, and yeah. know that he's still with Harlow, and he's still a big part of her life in the book, and everything is, is they're, they're getting along great, and he's happy, and... He's going to be in all the other books just as well. Oh, that's so good. How fun is that? Okay. So if you're like me and you're listening and you're like, here's the deal. I need to buy this book ASAP for all the little girls that I know and all the grown-up girls and grown-up boys who have kids. How do we get this book? What's the easiest way? Easiest way is on Amazon. That's um, I self-publish on Amazon and you can go on there, um, type in either my name, J-E-R-E-D-Z-A-N-K, and it'll bring up Harlow Saves a Bumblebee or The Roughest Day. Um, And I always tell people, if you buy it online, give a review on there, what you honestly think, because I can take that and use that towards my next book or know that what I'm doing is working and just keep going with what I'm doing. But um, yeah, on Amazon's the best place. I show up here and there, different places where I'm selling uh, the Ada Flea Market next week or the Ada um, Farmer's Market next week. I'm okay. going to be there selling some books and doing some readings um, for the library out in front of the church. And cool. I, I pop up here and there. So, yeah. and then I have a Facebook page and you can follow where I'll be at and you can do that way too. Cool. What's your Facebook page name? Um, it's just, um jared zank you you just type in j-e-r-e-d-z-a-n-k and then it should pop up and show a big smiling picture of me holding harlow saves a bumblebee Woohoo! that's perfect and we can put those links in the description as well so people can easily get to it from the podcast which is fun um yep that's awesome let's give your awesome illustrator a shout out uh what is her name Allison Odrin, 
yeah. we're so excited to start the next book. Uh-huh. And all she has to do is read the words that I have written down. And with that, she sends me the sketches and I'm just like, yes, that's what's in my head right there. What you just <laughs> put down is what I, what I see. Like most, most illustrators, they get back some revisions. Like, can you change this or this? Yeah. I think maybe I had to do that twice. Yeah. And it was for like the last page. But other than that, like, um, that's exactly how I saw it. This is exactly, you, you captured Harlow, you captured the characters, the surroundings, everything. It's wonderful. And also one, one thing before I forget too. Yeah. Because bees are awesome. I even put mm. 10 interesting facts in the back of the book about bees. This so... Yeah. Kids can understand, you know, know, that yes, this was a bee and they can be scary, but there's actually some really cool things to know about bees that are important for us to survive. Super important. And my friend Margarita is a bee expert, like a world renowned bee expert. And she is always educating me on how important bees are. So I'm so glad you did that. And, um, what's really fun is I'm going to make sure she knows about this book and maybe I'll send her a book and, you know, um, it sounds like you're like me and the fact that like you want to keep learning and you want to hear from people reading your books and like their ideas and their feedback just sharpens you and makes you better and makes the next book even better. So I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn and for you, but at least I'll speak for myself that like creators, in my opinion, like I, I consider myself a creator. I create fitness program. I, I design programs for individuals and companies and groups. And we have our own groups and whatever for fitness inspire. And I, the best ideas, the things that turn out to be the most successful ever in my business always come from a client or a friend saying like, oh, what about this Kirsten? Or like that person that said, oh, I want to know what happens next. And like, that is magic for us. Mm -hmm. So whether it's my friend, Margarita, who's a B expert or you're a mom or a dad that read this to your kid and your kid has an idea or question, let us know. Reach out. And you know what? If you want to impress your friend, (laughs) one of the the information, the pieces of information that put in the back of the book that I love, one of my favorite, favorite um, interesting facts and I can't wait to read this to the kids because I know they're going to laugh at this and you can ask her. So the scientists use a tool to safely pick up the bee to study and it's called a pooter. It's such a scientific term for a tool, a pooter. So oh my goodness. You can ask her if she uses a pooter to study okay. bees. And if she looks at you crazy, you can say, oh, I know all about that. It's in... <laughs> Harlow says a bumblebee and interesting facts. And then she'll probably be like, yes, I use a pooter. <laughs> that is awesome. How fun is that? So good. I'm going to voice memo her right after we uh, hang out, hang up from this call. 
and I'd be like, Margarita, I can't wait to share this with you. Okay, cool. I love it so much. So is there anything you want to leave the listeners with besides what we've covered? Um, if it's, it's pretty much it, they want to follow, um, the books that are coming out. Um, oh, oh, one thing that I am doing on my Facebook page, Mm -hmm. if you have Harlow saves a bumblebee and the roughest day, and you comment on it or send me a message of what, um, maybe the favorite part or what you love about the stories or anything, um, I'm doing a contest and at the end of this month, I'm going to do a zoom personal bedtime reading for any kid that, you know, they they love the books. And after I read the two books, I'm also going to read the next book that's coming out. So they'll get the sneak preview of it before (sighs) anybody else sees it. And, um, I know as a kid, I just thought that would have been awesome if an author did my bedtime reading. It's like, Oh, Hey, guess who's reading the the story to you tonight, you know, it's, oh, so yeah, much yeah, that's so, incredible. So there'll, there'll be a chance that? for a kid to get a, uh, his, his or her own personal bedtime story. And, yeah. um, yeah, I appreciate all the support that everybody has given, um, all the comments on how much they love the stories. And, um, I can't wait to keep putting them out and I hope everybody just keeps enjoying them and, and that can keep inspiring people to, to, I guess, enjoy reading. Kids enjoy reading, writing stories, and kind of giving little inspirational messages along the way. So good. So good. I don't remember if the last one made me cry, but this one made me cry. And I was like, this is so, so, so important. And I love it so much. So thank you for sharing our gift with you or with us. (laughs) One of the things that did that I did have at the flea market in Fulton, which Uh I wasn't prepared for was Uh a lot of like younger girls that were coming in and they were asking me about my book and I would tell them it Mm -hmm. would start to tear up about the roughest day. Like he didn't find his home. What? No. And so they, they didn't know what was going on. So they had to buy the book after they heard the story, because they were like seriously tearing up. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't want to tell them, no, there's a happy ending. Because right, right. then they had to write the book. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah. so that, it's great that these books are, are getting some great emotions out of people. I love it. Yeah, yeah. so good. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jared. You're amazing. And like I said, we'll put this stuff in the description. And I am excited to share this book with, whoever needs it. And that is most of us. Yes. Thank you. Woo Thank woo. you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Keep on writing. Awesome. See ya. See ya. Hi, my name is Addison Gelfian and I will be reading this amazing book, Harlow Saves a Bumblebee. And I can't wait. So let's get started. Never let your imagination be contained. Feed it water and let it grow wild. There once was a princess named Harlow whose heart was honest and true. She was a very special girl because she had one eye that was green and one eye that was blue. Now, it wasn't just her eyes or her beauty that made Harlow so grand. Her bravery was a legend known across the land. Helping a little birdie.
The stories of her adventures had reached from sea to sea. The most, the most famous of her heroics when she rescued a giant bumblebee. The kingdom was extra hot that day, and the villagers were wanted to float. There was no better place to do upon the castle moat. The villagers grabbed their towels and gathered for a dip. Then one by one, toe by toe, into the water they slipped. On a hot day and a hot day and a cool swim was much needed indeed. But the swimmers had an unwanted guest who didn't mean to in The villagers did not notice him at first. He floated such steadily, but the panic struck the swimmers when they when someone shouted, "Ah, a giant bumblebee!" The oh. the giant bee was thirsty. He'd gone to drink from the moats. He slipped and went in some mud and fell right in. Luckily for him, bumblebees can float. Princess, Princess Harlow heard screams from very far away. She ran to help as fast as she could. She knew there could be no delay. Harlow arrived ready for the battle, but her eyes thought were deceived, and she looked upon the first time the poor, sad bumblebee. Harlow quickly put away her sword and sprang into action. Saving the creatures big and small was just one of her passions. The villagers shouted, don't get too close, don't touch that thing. Don't you know, your highness, bumblebees will sting. Harlow was not afraid though, she offered a helping hand. The giant bumblebee was so grateful, she pulled up him onto dry land. Harlow looked at the crowd and, you, and gave them all a wink. You'll see, she explained, bumblebees aren't as mean as you think. The villagers learned the valuable lesson that once you share a bravery often shows it itself whenever you're most scared. Whenever you face danger, don't run or shed a tear. Take a deep breath, walk right up, and bravery, bravery face your fear. I didn't get that. Could you try again? <laughs> the bumblebees had what? Well, whenever oh, the bumblebee had made a new friend and turned out to be a great day, he kissed the princess Harlow's forehead and quickly buzzed away. Ooh. If you read um, 
um, Harlow's dad's other book, you will recognize this little puppy, Winston. And if you haven't, you should read A The Roughest Day. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Woo woo. Oh yeah, you did it. This has been another episode of the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I think you know already that I love, love, love helping people just like you become stronger, brighter, bolder versions of yourself. I see something in you that maybe you don't even see yet. Okay? So I just want you to like soak that in and receive it and be like, yes, yes, she's talking to me. I can't wait to warm up with you with a little fitness inspired warm up on Friday to get your blood pumping and do a victory lap on your week. Let's finish with this amazing song by Kaylee Joy. And the intro song is her amazing work as well. So woo woo, let's do this thing. I love the sentiment of this song and I hope you enjoy it too. Again, thank you for being here. You listening, you sharing your story, being a part of this community, sharing episodes with friends, sharing this podcast with friends. It just makes a world of difference and allows this to happen. So get it, get it. Have a great day and enjoy the song. But it turns out that you want it